Welcome to the Salty Club podcast. I am your host, Caitlin Creeper. The Salty Club is where we bring surf, yoga, nutrition, empowerment and community under the same roof. We've found that when a person invites these five facets into their life, they become a force to be reckoned with. Join me for interviews and solo casts on all these topics and more. The idea is to share the inspiring stories of adventurers, experts and game changers. People who have wandered from the conventional path and are doing life on their terms. Thanks for being here and let's do this. So this is an interview I did a while ago with my beautiful co-founder, Mary Christine. I've known MC for about five years now when I started working and writing for the Salty Souls Experience. Uh, for those who don't know, that's a women's surf, yoga and empowerment retreat based in Ecuador, El Salvador and Bali. So obviously it's quite different listening to this podcast in the year 2020 when the tourism industry pretty much got obliterated and right now we can't travel like MC describes in this interview. But I share this because one, I do believe many of us do still have such a thirst for travel and living overseas and I don't think that dream is dead forever at all. I do believe even if it may look a little different for a while, travel is just such a great tool in which to grow and find ourselves and so many of us still have that yearning. Um, so the girls hope to bring back the retreats and we hope to travel the world again like we did before. And I think there's just so many helpful nuggets of wisdom about business and life and following your passions in this interview that it is still absolutely worth the listen. So let's go. <laughs> actually don't have to deal with dodgy wi-fi connection which is a plus we just have to deal with That's all awesome. the animals going ape shit outside <laughs> That's awesome. but we'll do the best we can so mc you how did you go from living in montreal full-time to living and working between ecuador el salvador and indonesia for full-time basically you want to know the whole like story behind how i got here with the salty souls with latin america all of it. Yes, of please. It. Okay, so basically, I grew up um, in Montreal. I studied ocean for the first time when I was six years old, and that's the beginning of my love story with the ocean. That <laughs> made me uh, choose to actually live in front of it now. Um, basically, my parents took us uh, to Myrtle Beach when I was six. Uh, it's something that that is pretty common in Quebec, like driving. To go there, it's like the warmest beach, the closest and warmest beach that we have. So, and I actually still remember my the feeling that I that I had when I got off the car when we arrived. Um, it's crazy because, like, thinking about memories, I don't remember much stuff about when I was six, but I actually clearly remember when I got out the car and I studied the ocean and like instantly like ran to the beach and I looked at my sister and I was like, ah, what? <laughs> Isn't it like the most amazing stuff? I don't know why. Like I was, I've always loved water, but like you know, like just just the wave, the sound of it, just the feeling of it. I remember like playing in the water from sunrise to sunset. My parents actually like needed to get me out of the water to go eat. And you were know, you scared? I wasn't at all. Like I've always feel that I'm more in my element in the water. Like I don't know. There's something really 
really nice about just swimming and like feeling that your body is so light and mm-hmm. I don't know I really love the water um and I still remember that as like a little girl my I, I said to myself oh like I want to like when I'll be older I'm gonna live by the beach like that was my little girl dream but then you grow up and then you know like you go to school you make friends and you're a teenager like you party you do all that stuff and people are asking you when you go to school like where are you going to be in 10 years like what is you what do you want to do as a career and then you do like all those things that focusing on like what am I going to become like what is my career and like what is my life goal and basically your standard career needs to be something that you'll do all year round and that you'll have your two weeks vacation and then you go to a trip but then you're going to come back and you're going to work from Monday to Friday nine to five and that's like that's like the normal stuff and that's what everyone is doing and that's what my parents were doing and that's what they were wanting me to do just because that's what they know that was safe and like that's that's how it is so I went to school I went to university I studied public relation and but I kind of knew that at the end of my study I wanted to leave like to travel the world like kind of I didn't know if it was to actually I wouldn't have never thought that I would end up like actually like spending pretty much all year around like far away from home but I kind of wanted to travel and then see where where it would lead me right did you have a goal in mind or you just wanted to see what else was out there and then decide yeah actually I didn't know what to do it's kind of tricky you know you grew up all the like all your 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 life in Montreal you have your friend you have your family you're like so close to them you're like in your little like like comfort comfort zone zone. yes Mm -hmm. like and then okay, I want to leave, I want to travel, but that's pretty scary. Like, where do I start? So I actually applied for a job for a travel agency from Canada to work as a destination representative. So that was kind of like, okay, I'm going to be like leaving and traveling, but at least, you know, like have something and they would provide me like uh, accommodation and I would actually like work and like gain experience and stuff. So, And it's always nice to do that and to go in and to have rather than just going in dry somewhere and trying to set up a job and a community, it's good to kind of know because if you have that set up for you, you will make one friend through that or you will uh-huh. have one contact through that. So it's always the best way, I think, yeah. is to kind of go with a job or go where you know someone rather than just kind of trying to go in by yourself and set up. It takes the edge off a bit. Exactly. Yeah, I feel I wouldn't feel like good to just leave. I know a lot of people are doing it, like just, okay, I grab my backpack and I'm going to travel around South America. <laughs> Wherever, which is pretty cool, like, but mm-hmm. for me, my 22, I was 22, I think, that I've, like, traveled a little bit, but always with <laughs> friends and family, like, I wasn't feeling, it wasn't feeling right to, like, just take my backpack and travel in Latin America. I only knew, like, cerveza, hola, como te llamas, like, that was my Spanish, so barely knew how to speak Spanish, so I, I kind of needed to have a goal, and also because we're taught all our life that, you need to do something like you cannot just like go around and like travel and chill you know you kind of have to have a goal it has <laughs> so to have for a purpose yeah, exactly. for it to, or be productive in some uh-huh, way exactly you need mm-hmm. to be productive you need to be doing something so I kind of for me it, it was feeling like more right to leave but to go work you know but when I actually got the job and I told my mom like you know what mom I'm going to Mexico I'm going to work as a travel destination representative she was just 
oh my god like that was a big deal for them you know just because that's different of what like they would have thought I would do and actually because during my internship I got a job offer like I did my internship and they offered me like a, a good job as soon as I finished my studies which was a really good job for when you're thinking about like money wise and like so benefits you would have been and vacation in... I would have stayed in Montreal mm -hmm. and like you know like had that nine to five job with like a good salary and it, it was a good beginning like in in the agile life you know <laughs> but I was like oh my god I'm 22 like there is no way I'm gonna just like settle and work and be behind a desk like <laughs> like I haven't seen anything like this is not me so I actually like decided to take the other job and yeah so a few months later I was in Mexico in Cancun actually <laughs> but um, yeah I wasn't in like actually I was downtown Cancun which has nothing to do with actually like where all the hotels are oh, yeah okay. I was really like the rock of hood. Yeah, exactly <laughs> and it was for me it was like a big step to be honest like I remember crying at night I was like why did I choose to go there like I miss my family I miss my mom and like my friends and my little comfort you know I was in a like it was fine it was a good apartment but it was like just out of nowhere and I didn't know anyone I barely speak Spanish and you're just like okay so tomorrow you need to take the bus you need to go to that hotel and deal with this and that like make some reservation on the phone in Spanish and you're like mom I know I you. <laughs> yeah you know like I don't know how to do that but actually it was I grew so much from that experience and like within two months I had made a lot of friends and I was really like feeling more comfortable and actually like you know like grow from things that take that are like out of your comfort zone if you always stay in like things that you're comfortable at well you can still learn but it's never gonna be like you're never grow, gonna grow that much you know like you gotta need to challenge yourself so for me that was a big challenge and I actually ended up like loving it if you know it at the beginning I still I remember like thinking about like you know what I'm just gonna go back home you know like mm -hmm. I don't I don't want to be here. I want to go back home to like where everything is comfortable and like I know what what I'm doing. And you don't feel like such an outsider as well, uh -huh. where you're very comfortable getting the bus at home because that was a big thing for me living here as well. Like it could be the whole day challenges. Like I have to get on the bus yeah. and I have to go here, and it seems like such a small thing. And at home, you uh -huh. can think about it, but here, even the smallest thing, like I'm going to town to pay a bill, it, yeah, it's this it's whole like, mindset exactly. that you have to get yourself into. Totally, I remember just like when I needed to get on the phone to make reservation because I was I was actually my work was to I was at those fancy hotels like those all inclusive like big resort and for example when someone wanted to book like a dolphin excursion or like whatever like snorkeling thing or anything or they they needed something to deal with their room so anything like they would come and see me I was representing like the company but I like all the excursion reservation I needed to do it on the phone how hard is it to speak like when it's not your first I language know. even in English for me like that's <laughs> tricky and at that time like Spanish was really like I did I just like knew like really basic stuff and then yeah. you're talking on the phone in Spanish because face to sure. face you can kind of use your arms uh, exactly. you can use your facial you expressions yeah. you have that connection when someone else is on the phone totally. all you have is uh -huh. your words exactly like at least like if I have number to say I can write it and then I'm sure that they understand but then 
you know, and you don't want to make a mistake because someone paid like $100 to go snorkeling for half a day and like they actually like really want their snorkeling day and then you yeah. want to make sure that the transport is going to come at the right hotel and then everything is going to be right because people are paying a lot of money and it's their vacation and you want them to be happy, you know? So I was just like, I remember like going hiding in a place in the hotel to make sure that there wasn't any more noise <laughs> because you really want to understand what the other person is saying also. Mm-hmm. Like you want to make sure that everything is fine. So every time I needed to make a phone call, I would like go hide somewhere, like even in the bathroom sometime to make my reservation. Imagine like that was so stressful. But then, you know, I actually like learned a lot of Spanish this way. Because you're under to. pressure yeah, and sometimes exactly. when you're not under pressure. Uh-huh. Yeah, it totally. takes a lot That's longer. why I'm saying like you grow so much and you learn so much stuff when you kind of need to learn it. Otherwise, yeah. it's just like you don't, you cannot do your work. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so basically, yeah, that that was like when everything started. I actually like did a six month contract in Cancun, and then at the end of our contract, the travel agency was like offering us that we could take our plane back home, our flight back home within a month. So I was just like, you know what? Like I've been working six days a week for the past six months and I, I haven't seen much of Mexico. Like mm-hmm. I basically like see Cancun, that's it, you know? <laughs> so I, let's, I'm going to take like a two or three weeks and like travel around around Mexico and then go back home. Um, and I did that with the girl that was actually working with me because we, beca- we became friends. So we were like, okay, so let's just like grab our stuff and travel around before going back home. And after, so we, we started, like, we did a couple of plays in Mexico, and I remember, like, two weeks passed like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next thing we know, we were just like, there is no way I'm going back to Cancun now. <laughs> like, this is just the beginning of, like, a long journey. Like, I'm starting to just, like, travel, actually, really, and see, like, new stuff and meet, like, new people. Mm-hmm. And Do you think you surprised yourself with how you managed to book things and handle things and handle yourself? Do you think? Actually... Looking back, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty surprised of myself and impressed. <laughs> but on the moment, I wasn't, you know, everything yeah. just go with the flow and you don't realize it. Like, you know, when you live something, it kind of, it's pretty rare. Well, for myself, maybe I don't know for other people, but it's pretty rare that I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm surprised and impressed that I'm doing this. It's looking back that I'm just like, oh, like, actually, that was kind of intense to just leave and do this. Like, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, okay, 10 years after, I don't know if I would have done it. <laughs> yeah. I like, to just be so uncomfortable have, constantly yeah. for weeks and months. Yeah, like, you, yeah. Just, you just learn to be comfortable and deal with, I don't know what's going to arrive tomorrow or where I'm going and just to go with the flow and then that's that's like a nice part of traveling when you have a lot of time in, ahead of you. It's just that you can pretty much decide always on the same day what you're going to be doing and then yeah you plan some stuff but you don't need to have like you don't need to have it all planned and then you meet people and then it leads you to another path that you wouldn't have thought that you would go and that's actually what happened basically because so yeah after our two weeks traveling we just said like we're not going back home and then we kept on traveling to Guatemala, Salvador and we did like Central America and then I met some people throughout uh, the trip and my friend was actually going back home because she needed to. But then, yeah, I met new people and they were actually, like, keeping on traveling throughout all, like, Central and South America. And I just decided to keep on traveling with them. So I ended up, like, 
doing all Central America and I ended up until Ecuador. Actually, so basically I did from Mexico till Ecuador, wow. like backpacking around. So were you catching chicken buses? Were you catching shuttles? How was we the were catching way? a lot of like buses at the beginning, but it's it's I was impressed actually that how like it's well organized the mm-hmm. like the buses system throughout Latin America. It's pretty easy to get from one place to the other and to actually like be in minimum comfort. <laughs> buses there was actually like really good buses like i remember in mexico you know you have like the, those buses that you can actually sleep and watch a movie you know yeah. <laughs> there's a bathroom you know those kind of buses and and yeah otherwise other like the, the chicken buses of course and then those people that i met i met some argentinian guys when i was in nicaragua and they had they were um working in Vail in Colorado mm-hmm. and they had bought a car and they were driving <gasps> yes! all the way to Argentina. So actually like I started traveling like in the car with them uh-huh. from Nicaragua till Ecuador. And you couldn't have planned that. That's yeah, the thing no, is when you thing. keep your yeah. itinerary open and you just trust that the next thing is going to yeah. come up. That opportunity never would have happened if you were on an itinerary. Exactly. If you were catching the shuttles. Like once you open yourself up to it, this stuff does happen yeah, with travel. Totally. And I ended up like being like they became like really good friend of mine and actually like two of them I'm still I don't see them that much but I'm I feel that I'm still super close to them and like one just had a baby and like he's sending me always like baby picture and like even though we don't see each other so much but we actually like I, I actually like ended up seeing him like two or three times like within all that time he came to Canada and then yeah we we like we always stayed in touch so that's crazy how like just an instant we actually took a ferry I think in Nicaragua I don't remember where we were going but they were like on that ferry six guys from Argentina Mm -hmm. and then we met them and then we were all going at the same place and we started talking and we were like yeah sure let's go to that same hostel like everyone is a nice vibe and Mm -hmm. yeah so we started knowing them and and then next thing you know I was traveling with them for like two more months you know and they are like such so nice people and they definitely like opened my mind and I discovered like new new things and you know like I learned more about like the Latin America culture with them (laughs) as well which is cool so I learned a lot of Spanish as well so yeah basically basically that's also how I got to try surfing for the first time I've always I've always like knew that I wanted to try one day it's it's funny because I had a a bucket list that I made when I was in high school and like learn how to surf was like the first thing (laughs) and my only reference was like blue crush that's how I learned how like surfing exists that was like my reference because in Montreal we don't you're from Australia so Mm. people everyone surfs like your national sport you can even like get surfing classes that you're well we learned it at school as well Uh like everyone surfs it's just like normal you grew up uh, surfing or having your friends are surfing or mm-hmm. you know so but for us we're in land and there's no crush and yeah there's just blue crush so i wanted to be like Anne marie <laughs> so basically yeah but that was really something that interests me because i've i've always loved like board sport and i'm in love with the water it's where i feel comfortable so i was like oh how cool is that? There was like actually a sport that you can do on the board in the water. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. So throughout that trip, that's when I tried a couple times. 
which wasn't <laughs> really <laughs> successful. I really tried by myself, not having a class, not knowing. I didn't even know that there was tides, you know. I could see that the water was coming in and out. But basically, I started really, like, from nothing. And I think that's a big thing when people start is they're kind of ashamed to admit they're starting and they uh-huh. want to figure it out themselves because it looks so simple. Yeah, it does look not. so simple. <laughs> you know, you're like, you're in the water. If I fall, hmm, nothing's happening. Uh-huh. And then you kind of, oh, well, there's a rock there. There's a board there. I can have it in my face. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like, it's actually painful. <laughs> but you kind of learn from it. There's current. Okay, that's cool. I got like caught in a rip current like maybe i shouldn't be there the waves are too big you know i can actually die <laughs> you, you know like you can there's all those scenarios that happen to me but and i'm kind of i'm not proud of it like i feel that there was a situation that could have been really dramatic and i ended up like i'm still alive it's all good <laughs> but i learned from it you know and 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 that's something that i just i just thought that because I don't know, okay, I have a good balance and I'm comfortable in the water. It's all going to be fine. Uh, I, I love can the surf. water. I it love it. Yeah, it's, yeah, the water loves me. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be surfing. <laughs> Woo-hoo. You know, so I feel that surfing is such a technical sport. You got to know what you're doing and you got to be aware of like, okay, well, there's a rock there. There's a rip current there. There's, you know, like the waves are too big for me or, you know, like you cannot just surf whenever your schedule mm-hmm. like have an hour to go surf you know uh-huh. you gotta adapt your schedule about like when are you going to surf which mm-hmm. is something that I really didn't know at the beginning so yeah that's that's when my love story with surfing started mm-hmm. even though I when? wasn't catching a lot of waves well actually I tried a couple places during that like Latin America trip so I like I tried in Mexico I tried in El Salvador Nicaragua then a little bit in Costa Rica as well but I was just like always like trying here and there and now we're here you know you're renting a board you're going in the water you don't know what you're doing at all you just have like no idea you're you're not familiar with the spot yeah you don't but I didn't even know like I didn't even know how to stand up or like how to paddle or like just how to carry a board you know like no I had never taken a class I was just like doing whatever you know but to be honest I really like started started in Montanita in Ecuador which actually like the year after that trip I came back because rewinding (laughs) I did all that trip I surfed here and there and I ended up in Montanita Ecuador which I really like love that place um I made a lot of friends it's like a little like surfing town not too small but not too big still party town I was like you know in my early 20s so yeah Yeah, (laughs) I had a fun time in that cocktail alley you know (laughs) um so yeah, I made a lot of friends there and I had a really good time and I really lo- love the vibe. And and so actually like I ended up spending the last three weeks of my trip there. And then I went back home because it had been like almost a year that I had left like Montreal since my my work contract. So I went back home and I needed like to, to work, you know, <laughs> money, money see my family. <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah my friends and like see what's next you know so I actually like came back home and did you think okay I've got it out of my system now or were you 
No, I was like, I'm going back home to live again. Uh-huh. Like, it's not. That's the thing. There's either. There's either like the the point where you're like, okay, I did my stuff. I did. I experiment like the backpacking life. Like I did my trip. I did my stuff, my thing, and then I'm going back home and I'm ready to sell. You know, there's yeah. that. Sometimes that happens, but I feel that most of the time, like people leave and then come back and there it's like no I'm leaving again like uh-huh. I'm not done with that I actually like said at what's possible to do and you that's the thing about traveling also you meet so many people and they're like in their 40s or whatever and you're and you're in your early 20s and you see someone of 40 and you're like what you're in your 40 and you're still traveling like no if you're 40 you should have like a house and your yeah. kids are going to school from like that time to that time and they need to have a schedule and everything needs to be like you know organized and stuff mm-hmm. but you actually like see people traveling with their kids and their kids going to like alternative school is that is that alternative school yeah. uh-huh. and like yeah we have friends now in yeah. their 40s and 50s and they have had the kids and they have made it work they're doing alternative education homeschooling imagine school. like your kid is actually like surfing before going to school uh-huh. so when he's like way more like his attention is like way more there because he spent a lot of energy like doing a sport in the morning and then they actually like learn how to how to well, they're learning spanish or they're, they're learning, learning other language, language. Yeah. they're learning like how to do a garden actually how uh-huh. to play. They, they're having like yoga class they're learning how to breathe and like how to you know like mm, exactly no it's not just like okay i'm learning to tell for you know like uh-huh. there's other stuff in life that actually help you and that's something that you cannot just learn while sitting behind a desk during like eight hours a day because exactly. that's not the way that i think is the best or it's working for some people but most of people it's not i don't i don't feel that it's the best way to be learning but yeah so yeah so you meet people that are having like all those like different life of some of what we're <laughs> what we're used to and you just okay well you know what I, this is this is something i can do like i don't need to actually like be in that normal life which I really don't relate like just thinking about the fact of I need to go to work from Monday to Friday to have like two days off well actually on Friday you need to like be partying to like kind of get out all your stress of the week and then on Saturday you feel like shit because you drank too much the night before and then like next thing you know you're a Sunday and it's already time to like prepare you exactly you know, like, your wash your clothes quickly and, you know, yeah. yeah exactly I'm like there this is there there is no way like this is the kind of life that I want and I'm like I'm generalizing generalizing yeah that works <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that's kind of like still what's like the normal life and yeah. that's what most people do so yeah so when I came back of that trip I was just you know what I'm gonna make money uh, so I found a job in a restaurant make make my money and then six months later I had I had my flight going to to Ecuador mm-hmm. I was going back to Montanita and my plan was really like that time to buy a board and just like go out surfing every day like I was okay you know what like this time is really the time that I'm gonna learn how to surf I'm gonna just do it every day I'm gonna stay three months there and have my board I'm gonna learn how to surf like this is this is it you know and this actually like when I I started surfing mm-hmm. that was in 2012 yeah like six years ago six years ago now yes uh-huh. yes 
Yes. And then? And then, actually, throughout the story, <laughs> I didn't mention a big part of it. The first time I went to Montanita, there was a guy. <gasps> what? <laughs> There's always a guy somewhere in the story. that like, makes you go back to your place, you know? Like, oh, yes. People make places. But anyway, so I met someone, like a surfer from Ecuador. And you it was did? Yeah, I did. Actually, I didn't plan it. It was like, it's crazy because you would have tell me like six years later because we've been together for six years. Now you would have tell me like ahead of that, you're going to be with that guy. And I'm going to say, there is no fucking way. Like, <laughs> not, we're not like, there is no way. It's not going to happen. Like, you know, it was just like summer love kind of thing. And I left the first time and we, we kept on writing, but it was nothing. I was like, we had a good time finish like okay all good we just stayed in touch and of course it kind of like helped my decision of like where am I going to really like learn other surf okay let's go to Montanita I like the vibe and there's also that guy that kind of like make it better you know yeah but without like thinking of oh I might build a relation with that person no not at all mm-hmm. it was like well because how old were you I was 20 
perfect. I mean, I've always dreamed of going to Bali. Sure, why not? Like, so I went back home. I, I worked like all summer in a restaurant and then I went to Indonesia. And this is actually where like the relation started for real. I felt that, okay, like we're traveling together and I really like started surfing more. Like we were surfing together and like traveling together and during three months and that like kind of really like, you know, you spend 24 hours with someone during three months. You kind of learn pretty much all the things, (laughs) everything, everything. And then, yeah, that was an incredible trip. Like it's really like where I, I surf like, wow, so amazing wave. And, and yeah, where like the relationship start. And then I went back home and I think that was so hard. Like it was end of November. So like for us, it's the beginning of winter. It's all gray and you know, that's where the seasonal depression starts it's kind of where we're at now so imagine yeah yeah, exactly so imagine like you're starting a new relation and you're learning you're like you feel like you're really like taking waves and you're just like surfing and that's beautiful and then you go back to like a gray world where everyone is like moody because it's november and like you're just what am i doing with my life you know (laughs) what i like how can i make this like how can how can it be possible? Like what why why I need to go back home and like how can I actually like make a living of something that I like and I how can I be with my boyfriend now we were like boyfriend and girlfriend and I and for Israel like there is no way that he would come to Canada <laughs> like what would he do like exactly. you know and also because I was so much into surfing for me it wasn't even I wasn't even thinking of like yeah. It was never an option. No, it was never an option. And and also because him without the surf wouldn't be him, you know? So Exactly. This is not what I wanted. So anyway, I spent like the whole winter working and then I went back to Ecuador again. And then, you know, like I did a couple of trips and at one point I was just, you know what, I need to I need to do something. Like I can this cannot like continue. I either like finish my relation and I make up my mind that surfing is not gonna be like fully part of my life or I actually like build something and I can like try something and make surfing part of my life and I can actually like have a full-time boyfriend and just like (laughs) you know like six months here and six months there you know so I contacted Barefoot Surf Travel which is also a travel uh, agency from Quebec they were already offering surf camp in Nicaragua and Indonesia. And I just messaged them because I knew a little bit the owner just by name. And we have seen each other like a couple of events. And I just said, you know what? Like, I'm just messaging you. In, like, are you interested in opening a new destination, Ecuador? You know, like I, I, it's been like three times that I've been there. Um, my boyfriend is from there. I have a lot of contact. And I think like it could be great to do like a surf surf camp there if you're interested and then he just messaged me back and he was like yeah sure why not no 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 next thing you know like we met each other I kind of like told them what was my plan what I would like what I would do as a trip and next thing you know I was flying back to Ecuador he came to Ecuador I kind of like made him do like the trip that I would do with like the the groups and then a couple months after we had our first group and then I started, so I started like working with them, uh, which was awesome because it kind of introduced me of like, okay, so this is actually possible to make a living out of something that you love, you know? 
but yeah. yeah so that was like the first the first step but then you know we all, we didn't have like that many groups it was maybe like two or three groups mm-hmm. of from, how many people of like 10 people ish okay. depending it's i think from like 6 to 14 people mm-hmm. they can be the groups so but then you're working from i mean like a, like two groups in january and two groups in april mm-hmm. so i would like i would still need to go back home and yeah. do something else you know i can yeah. at least live out of just like okay i had four groups and, you know i kind of like need a yeah. little bit of that so that actually but that was the first step of like me thinking about okay what what can i do to actually like be able to live the whole year somewhere i could serve because at that point i was just okay no this is what i need you know like and even people were telling me no but you know like surfing is a hobby like it's something that you do on your vacation you know like like this is not the real world (laughs) well no you don't understand like (laughs) surfing needs to be part of my life like you don't understand like you don't surf so you cannot (laughs) but actually yeah you know like i was like there is no way i'm just gonna surf two weeks a year like this is like what's the point i'd I'd rather not surf at all than just like have a little bit of tease of it because in two weeks, you don't even have, like, the time to actually, like, be comfortable enough to catch enough exactly. waves. That's it. You're out of the water for a month. Uh-huh. And then, yeah. yeah. So, so, basically, yeah. So, that's... So, yeah. I started working with Barefoot. And then, going in between the stories, I was working in a restaurant when I was in Montreal, where Erica was also working. So, we met there at the restaurant serving beers and burgers. That was like where I was making my money in between my trips to keep on traveling. And we were always like, you know, those two girls that were tan, like way more tan than everyone else. And like always like, oh, yeah, where next? Like, oh, you're there for how many times? You know, like just like here and there, like going back and forth. And I remember, um, I remember like talking to her about like my intention about doing something with surf related to surf. Uh, and everything and then next thing we know like she was going to Indonesia I, like you're gonna interview her and she's gonna tell all about her story <laughs> I don't want to be like entering in her story but like sh- she ended up being in Indonesia at the same time as me so we met in Bali and then a couple months after we met in El Salvador. We actually like landed at the same time in El Salvador, and that wasn't planned at all. That was coincidence. Yeah, that was total coincidence. So we saw like each other in Bali, then in El Salvador, and then a couple months after, she came to Ecuador to film like a June Swimwear project, wow. which she was working for June Swimwear. It was everything was super interconnected. Of like, okay, you're working with a company that actually like, I'm I am now an ambassador because I had contacted them like, oh, do you need like ambassador? starting surfing and I really love your bikinis and she was like oh wow that's cool no 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 and then so I started to be an ambassador at the same time as Erica started working for them to do like all the marketing and stuff and then I had met her like in three different countries and during that trip in Ecuador we actually we were like probably sipping a coconut on the beach watching the sunset and there was a rainbow and butterflies (laughs) I'm kidding but like almost like we were on the beach and and I was talking about like barefoot, about like that I loved my job and that it was so cool to have all these groups, but unfortunately it wasn't like enough mm-hmm. that I I needed still like to have like another job. And 
then we just started talking like this, like, oh, you know what? How cool that would be to do like an all-girl surf trip, like surf yoga empowerment trip with like really good food because a lot of time when you go, you go travel like travel around and try to surf here and there like there's not much option of food and it's a lot of like a whole bunch of rice and fried thing and you know at one point you're like can I just like surf and have like a good meal with like veggies and fruits and then just like bread and rice and potato (laughs) and tortilla (laughs) so yeah so we were just like ah that would be like that would be the kind of trip that I wish I would have done like when I started surfing or still like I would still do it just to you know you don't need to plan anything it's kind of a lot all-inclusive but way far away from what we know about the all-inclusive where you drink like cheap cocktail and you just like lay down on the beach doing nothing the whole day (laughs) so like an active all-inclusive and just girls because I feel that both of us were all were having mostly like boyfriend, not just like friend that are boys. Guy friends. <laughs> yeah. You know, like guy friend, yeah. So more like because I don't know, it's like always chill to be with boys and it's not complicated and you know, mm-hmm. but there's also a lot of girls that it's like that. They just exactly. wanna go hiking, they wanna surf, they yeah. wanna do whatever, like they wanna be active. I mean for me, I like you said, I live in Australia, I was surrounded by surf and I've wanted to surf forever. But I never had girls around me who felt confident Ooh, surfing. So it was surfing, all my guys, really? guy friends, and I would go to the beach and sit on the beach and uh-huh. watch them just because I didn't see myself in the water. Exactly. I didn't see any other women in the water. Uh-huh, and like... so I was just like, this isn't for me. It was uh-huh. only when I came to El Salvador with the Salty Souls that I actually started yeah. to learn to surf. So Yeah, no, yeah. I totally feel you. It's And most and, I, and a lot of people, it's like that just because... I don't know why, actually, but it's just you don't think it's for you or, you know, like... It's the same of belonging, I, like maybe we don't feel like we uh-huh. belong in the water or... Yeah. But that's changing now. That's changing, that's changing that, yeah, that's what I was going to year. say. Yeah, yeah, now it's definitely, and I can even, like, see a difference from when I started surfing six years ago and now, like, there's definitely, like, way more girls in the water, which is cool, mm-hmm. so cool. But yeah, totally. It's more like okay, let's bring like a girl gang and like do all like those activities and sweat and surf and just like be ourselves, you know, like no judgment and just like have fun. Like what's that's so cool to just be like all girls and like enjoy Uh life, you know. There's a different vibe when you put guys in this like the group and when it's just girls. You feel it when there's all girls in the or at least a group uh-huh. of girls in the water there's this different energy uh-huh, around exactly. it it's amazing totally it's so empowering actually so just this of like bringing like girls together it's already super empowering and like I feel that it's really like no judgment and just like mm-hmm. be yourself and and let's just have fun all together you know mm-hmm. so that was pretty much the idea behind the trip and then so yeah it was just like a random conversation kind of thing and then Erica left, and a couple of days after, she called me, and she was just like, you know, that conversation we had at the beach, are you serious? And I was just like, yeah, sure. Like, why not, you know? Like, I, yeah, I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's do it. I'm like, okay. Yeah, let's do it. Where do we start? Like, what? okay, so, like, everything unfolded, like, super fast. We actually ended up, like, renting 
a, a house that Erica's friend had rented because she got married with a Salvadorian guy. So we started like renting a house in El Salvador and then like, you know, like step by step, just doing, okay, so we need someone to cook. Oh, well, I have a friend, Ari. She cooks really good. Maybe she would be interested. <laughs> and you need to listen to Ari's interview <laughs> to know how she came in the story. <laughs> But yeah, and then everything, you know, everything kind of, we were just, okay, let's do it. Like with without even thinking too much and I feel that that's something that when you start a project yeah you kind of need to think about it because you don't want to do anything like just you kind of need to plan your stuff but not too much otherwise if you overthink you're never gonna do it because it's never gonna be perfect and you're never you're never gonna be like 100% sure that it's gonna work so we were just like following our instant of like in our mid-twenties of like oh well sure if I would do it probably people would do it you know mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. that's a big thing about Erica I appreciate too because we all have so many ideas mm -hmm. and I'm sure all of us have an amazing idea and she is one person who will push us all to follow through even if we don't know exactly, exactly. what the next step yeah. is or exactly if it's the right totally. step like better to get it out in the world and then adjust once exactly. it's out rather than trying to make it perfect in our heads before yeah we get it out there right totally and that's why like she's really i would say like she's really an entrepreneur entrepreneur excuse my spanish <laughs> um that helped me a lot, that kind of, like, pushed me of, like, okay, let's do it, because I'm the kind of person that would maybe wait, oh, no, that's not perfect, maybe it's not the right time, maybe I should wait for next year, or, you know, like, mm -hmm. I kind of, I feel that I have, and that's also why I contacted Barefoot, because I felt that, okay, me, myself, alone, I don't know, like, where to start, and how to do a website first, like, that's, that's, That's something that you need to start somewhere. And just doing a website, like, how do I do a website? Like, I don't know. Erica is a graphic designer and she knew all those stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which, like, kind of helped us a lot. Okay, let's start. Like, let's build a website. Uh -huh. Okay, sure. So, yeah, and, like, making things happen, even though it's not perfect. Because it's never going to be perfect and it's still not perfect three years after that we've been working. We can always improve stuff, but... And we're finding that with the Salty Club as well. Every yeah, month we're finding month. things that need to develop. Exactly. And we know it's and not it's perfect. Never gonna, it's never going to end. And same like, and, and I remember exactly when we launched Salty Club and I was like, oh, maybe like it's not ready to go. Like, And Erica said, well, I'm pretty sure that when Facebook like had the first mm -hmm. like edition or The first mm -hmm. time like Facebook was out in the world, it wasn't looking how it how it is exactly. right now, and like people weren't using it that much as now that everyone has like a Facebook account, you know. So everything needs to start at one point, and you just you just grow from everything that you do. And same thing with Salty Soul Experience, it could have been a total like fail, and we would have maybe changed thing and try again. Maybe we would have said, you know what, it's not working. Eh our idea suck, no one wants it, you know, but, <laughs> you know, like, we would have do something else. Yeah. But then... And maybe a, you would have taken some ideas from that and put it into the next project. Yeah, the next, totally. like, It's never a waste. Yeah. That's the thing. Uh -huh. Ideas like this and at least trying them is never a waste. Totally. But the thing is that sometimes people don't have the time or don't take the time mm. to do their project. For sure, if you have a full-time job and two kids or... Whatever it is, and you're like, oh, I have this idea of, like, that project. When are you going to do it? Mm -hmm. You know, like, that's... Exactly. For us, I actually, like, had six months of not working 
and just like building this. Yeah. So I, and and the thing is that because us it was a service, it wasn't a product. We didn't have much to lose in terms of money. Mm-hmm. So it's not like okay, I'm buying a land and I'm building a restaurant and I'm hoping for the best that people will come eat at my restaurant. It was like okay. I don't need to spend a lot of money to create that project. Of course, you need to like give a deposit to the villa and like pay this and that couple, but nothing like super significant. But what mostly you have to put is like energy, effort, and time, mm-hmm. which is something that sometimes people don't take the time to yeah. actually take. Because it always takes so much longer yeah, than you think. Yeah, always. Yes, there's always so much thing, and you, yeah. if you want your project to actually like happen. Yeah, well, you gotta take time to do it. You know, it's not just gonna exactly. happen like in a weekend. You cannot just say, and and also there's stuff that you cannot just do like whenever your schedule fits. There's thing that you need to have the kind of like mental mm-hmm. space to be thinking how it's gonna unfold. You know, mm-hmm. so exactly. So yeah, for us, we actually like had a six month of like not working. Both of you. Yeah, well, Erica was working online a bit, and I, I was also, it's not true that I wasn't, like, working at all. I was, like, writing for, like, some blogs and stuff, but, like, maybe, you know, it wasn't, wasn't the I didn't know, not at all. Like, I had yeah. a lot of free time to actually, like, think about what I was doing and, like, I surfing I feel like sometimes more. that can be harder when you have a lot of free time because yeah, you're yeah. not kind of at uh-huh. that, you can put things off till tomorrow yeah. or this afternoon. Yeah. It's so true, though, but... Yeah, to be honest, I see six months that probably like there was like three months or two months that we really worked yeah. when you think about it. But you exactly. know, like every day you have a new idea and you start contacting people and you're like, okay, so it's slowly advanced. And then at the end, when it's like ready to launch, you know, we spent our. Erica was in Indonesia and I went to see her. But basically, we spent two weeks. 10 hour a day like in our room just working behind our computer like Ooh, living the dream in Bali like we were just ordering food in the room eating in the room like just like super white like greenish because we wouldn't sleep a lot and like not seeing the sunshine anytime so anyway so but that's, that's always like that people don't see yeah right? exactly it's how much you actually do have to put into it and it's yeah. not always the stuff that you like as well yeah, totally not because you're living in front of the ocean that we're not working on it, actually it kind of make it easier though for sure but yeah it's like okay i'm not on vacation i'm actually working mm-hmm. you know and it's kind of hard because most of the people around you ex- like except obviously like people you're working with but most of people that come to el salvador or ecuador they are on vacation exactly you know like mm-hmm. So it's hard for them to kind of understand that, you know what, I cannot go surf anytime or I cannot do this the whole day because I actually need to work. Exactly. You know, it's all like... Yeah, I've had experiences like that where people have expect come and kind of expected me to be free uh-huh. all the time and they don't realize you actually do have your work routine here. Yeah. And even though we can surf a bit and we can try to have a good work-life yeah. balance, it still is... It's probably even more than a standard oh, nine sure. to five. Like, because sure. our brains are on all the yeah. time. We're constantly thinking about uh-huh. it. So it's like, it's still that same yeah. amount of time you need to actually be on the computer totally. and be thinking about work. And I think that can be really confusing for some people. Uh-huh. It's because, like, yeah, yeah, you don't have a schedule. You're not, okay, I'm driving to work. And exactly. then I'm going to come back to work at five o'clock. You know, it's just yeah. like, if I decide, okay, the waves are pumping, 
and I'm gonna serve four hours today. Well, actually, that time I will need to work more during night, mm-hmm. or like, okay, like, okay, there is two or three days that uh, there is more like nicer, like bigger waves or better waves, or okay, I'm gonna be surfing more, but then I, I know that I'll exactly. need to catch up or I'll prevent it. I know, okay, there's a swell coming, yeah, so I'm gonna do like like a lot of work before so I can enjoy it you know you kind of meet you like it's cool because we have the flexibility of like planning our schedule but Mm -hmm. still like every day there's something to do I don't remember like one day that I ever touched my computer yeah (laughs) for the past three years like not at all Uh you know so and I think all of us talk almost every single day Uh like even over Christmas even over like we're never not but you're not you're not like I don't feel like I'm working all the time because for me it's my life it's exactly. not working it's just like it's just like it's your, your passion baby. project yeah right? exactly yeah exactly so and also when we obviously when we have the groups during the mm-hmm. retreats well then we don't have that flexibility it's like okay there's a surf class with the girls I need to be there I cannot mm-hmm. say oh you know what girls the waves are really good for me so you guys just <laughs> chill, chill and then you'll do your class another day. You know, oh, like exactly. You kind of need to to have a schedule when you have the group. So obviously during the groups we surf less and we do less computer work because we're we're hosting a group. You know. Mm-hmm. So, so this is the thing now. Salty Souls has been running retreats for three years now since yes, two thousand fifteen. We've had over three hundred girls come through. Probably at about. Yeah. 300 how many now through ecuador and el salvador it's over 300 yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, I stopped counting <laughs> <laughs> we like okay so you guys are the salty group uh-huh. one you guys are salty group two and then like 17 and the oh you know what uh-huh. <laughs> because then since last year we're running ecuador and salvador at the same time uh during winter mm-hmm. so at one point we were like oh you know what like this seems to be like too complicated like, definitely um, but yeah definitely we had like at least like the three three hundred girls mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome so, yeah that's yeah. awesome and that comes from something you both created from believing in yourselves mm-hmm. not to sound super cheesy but how many people have ideas on the beach which could be uh-huh. awesome especially women that they just don't have the confidence to follow through with it because totally. it's scary to back yourself. It's scary to tell everyone before you launch, like, oh, I have this company, yeah. Salty Souls, and it's going to be I, this. Yeah, I feel, yeah, maybe confidence, but also just because most of the time you're like, oh, yeah, I have this good idea. So first, like, maybe like you don't have the time or you don't take the time to do it, but then you're like, where do I start? Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's always the first step of, you know, once you're in it, it's kind of like rolling and you're just like, okay, that makes sense. I'm going to keep on doing this or whatever. But just to start, yeah, it's like, uh, where do I start? Like, it's mm-hmm. that's, I think that's the, the hard part, you know? Like, So even, what would be your advice to someone who has an idea, but they don't know where to start? Just start. <laughs> <laughs> just like, don't overthink. It's just like when you're taking a wave. If you overthink, you're going to do an over the fall and you're not going to catch it. It's the same. Like, if you have a project in mind and you're like, okay, this could be cool, like, just just say to yourself, okay, where do I need to start? Like, I, I, what, what do I need? Okay, like, I need a website, for example. Okay, well, do it. Like, try to build your own website or, like, find someone that can help you building your own website. Or if you have, like, money, well, contract, like, someone that will build your website. But just don't overthink. Just don't wait till things 
will be perfect and the stars will be aligned and then the sun will be you know like you just you just gotta try things and don't be afraid of like spending time in your project and believe in it if you don't if you're if you don't even believe in like that people would want your product or your service or whatever it is that you're creating well it's never gonna work so this and also like i feel that it needs to come from your heart more than your head i, I think that that's when project works like mm-hmm. why are you why are you doing it and if the why is like well to make money yeah. like no like you gotta be like why are you doing it like this is it needs to to be something that feeds your soul like you know like not something that you you see yourself dealing with on a everyday basis not just like this sucks but this is gonna make me like with money and and a lot of people actually do those things i think and and good for them if they're happy with that but like this is like my personal opinion of something that you do from your heart is always like way better and know? that's it that's kind of like you said when you did have those two weeks with erica and then we all had it when we were making the salty club yeah, and we were totally. all in Bali yeah. and we were just all in our Ooh, own little erica. rooms yeah. and all dying there was a point where like Living erica and i are sitting out the back smoking clove cigarettes yeah. and we're like we can't do this anymore uh-huh. and then like we were having like some disagreements there was this and there was uh-huh. that but there's that difference where you know it's your passion project it's your baby yeah, and it's coming from exactly. your heart where you know it's all worth it it's like the mom like staying uh-huh. up with a crying baby. She's not not like, oh, fuck this, dude. Like, this is uh, too hard. Yeah. yeah. But for sure, yeah. <laughs> you say sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a kid. No, but I can. Yeah, totally. That's your baby. You know, you're like, it can, uh, nothing is perfect. And, and that's what makes it perfect at the end. Mm-hmm. Because that's what makes it, like, enjoy it more when everything, mm-hmm. when you're like, Oh wow! Look at like we what we've created, and look like when when I see girls like riding their first wave, or even if it's not their first time surfing, when I see like oh like ah like high on life they are when they are catching their wave, and even if it's like one foot like whitewash wave, like really like nothing big at all, and but just to the first time you stand up on a surfboard, it's, ah ha, 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 wow! This is the most amazing thing, and just to see them doing that. I could be like, ah, oh, boring, whitewash, like the wave is really small, you know what, it's not even a real wave, you know, but no, I can understand like they're, what they're feeling, what they're going through and just to, you know, for me, it's like, yeah, this is like why I'm doing that, like just, I'm like, I know the feeling and I, I still get it every time I have a good wave and I know you have the same feeling, even though the wave is not big, you're going to get there one day to a bigger wave and it's still going to be the same feeling, so. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that like all the effort that we put and like all the that work, it's worth it when like it's satisfying. Like, yeah, you see like people soak and like you see people crying, not not like in a bad way, but like crying because okay, it needs to get out of their body. They they are feeling something, you know, and it, it it's so cool to see like a bunch of girls helping each other and cheering each other and just mm-hmm. like this is this is worth all the hours that we put behind our computers mm-hmm. you know, exactly so, yeah so after the salty souls did we then created the salty club i think we came up with the idea about a year and a half ago yeah. now was it so we launched it in march right yeah but how did you 
come up with the idea of the Salty Club from the Salty Souls? I, what yeah. made you well, passionate about yeah. creating this and wanting to make a second business and a second so, baby? The Salty Club, everything, it all started when we kind of, well, so the girls are coming to the Salty Experience and then they were leaving. So they kind of have like all their they're, they kind of learn all their good habits throughout the week of like, okay, I'm doing sport and I'm eating healthy and, you know, I'm doing those empowerment workshops and, you know, you kind of feel like all pumped up about life and, ooh, I'm going to like keep on doing this. But then you leave and it's kind of easy to go back to your everyday Always. stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you kind of, okay, I'm going to do this, that, that, that. And then you go back, ooh. Kind of put it tomorrow. I'm gonna start, you know, and uh-huh. the next thing you know, you're in your routine again, and you don't do it. So the idea started of like, how can we actually help the girls that comes to retreat to keep on being active and like eating healthy and you know meditating and 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 like so keeping those good habits. So it all started like that, and and also, how can we prepare our girls to come to retreat so that was the two ideas like uh, we kind of wanted a program or something that could be used for before to get kind of get ready to come to an experience and to kind of keep the spirit after so that Mm -hmm. was that was the idea you know because there's a lot of people that comes to the retreat and they're already super active and already Mm -hmm. eating healthy and stuff so they're for them it's something natural but there's also a lot of girls that come and they're not they are telling us like, ah, oh, you know what? Like, I, I never train. I don't do any sport. I don't eat healthy because I don't have time or whatever mm-hmm. excuse. And for them, it's okay. You know what? I, I realize how good my body feels when I'm moving and when I'm eating healthy, of course. So they wanna, they wanna keep that. You know, so it's that was the idea of like building something that could be, you kind of at home retreat, right? Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, we started talking about okay so there would be like workouts and there would be like healthy recipes and there would be like online yoga video and there would be empowering what podcast okay so we like always adding something and then you're like ah oh, well it cannot just be like a pdf that you open and you kind of want something <laughs> exactly. like visually sexy and uh, then because i've downloaded so many pdfs and ebooks yeah. that like but it's that connection thing that you're missing it's that dynamic feeling yeah, exactly. of it's actually alive it's not just uh-huh you want something colorful and the next thing you know we were working on a, on an app and yeah it's like you don't you don't really realize like how like at, at the beginning your idea was oh let's just do this it's not gonna be complicated there's gonna be like a couple workouts and this and that <laughs> and then and then we're gonna put it like like on internet and then they can use it they can mm-hmm. and the next thing you know we're building a website and it's way bigger than what we, we <laughs> like definitely like because we, we, yeah. we remember we're supposed to launch in september then in yeah. october then in december <laughs> no, it's gonna be in march guys so oh, eight yeah. months later uh-huh. and we were pretty hard on that like we i would have never thought that it would be so much work but then again it's it's so cool when girls come to the retreat and they're like yeah I w- so yeah, I started doing your workout to get like to get like in better shape before coming surfing, and then I I do those yoga video or what like mm-hmm. it's so 
so motivating that people are actually like using it and liking uh-huh. it. And I mean, I remember you had a lot of uh, resistance at the start because, like you said, you're not a coach, you're not yeah. like a personal trainer. But exactly. The thing is, this isn't for the girls who are like like the professionals it is for the everyday girl who just wants to get her body in condition for surf yeah totally and actually like i'm so glad that uh we started salty club because it it actually like i started my training with max Mm -hmm. he's also like living with With max powers max Mm -hmm. powers (laughs) the head coach of our fitness retreat in ecuador like and i've learned so much stuff like now i understand way more like how to train and the philosophy be, like behind like what's a good training and how to do like the proper movement and stuff that wouldn't I wouldn't have none know it if it wasn't for Salty Club, you know, like that kind of led me to improve well not improve but learn so much stuff about the fitness world that that is actually super interesting and so complementary with surfing. And with, like, having a good lifestyle and good habits, you know, so... That's what I love about it, is we're all learning as we go Yeah, exactly. We're all learning it. It's not like we're just up the top and dispelling all our knowledge. Like, we're learning and growing uh with this thing as we go with it. And it's just really cool to have that community coming along with us. Yeah, super motivating as well to keep on learning and keep on improving. If you don't... I feel that because we have something to deliver and to produce, you cannot just say, oh, okay, no, I know. I don't need to know more. You kind of need to keep on, on learning and and. What would you question? Is like what would I say to? Kind of like okay. Yeah, they would have <laughs> reacted if the twenty-year-old you knew that this is where you'd be today. Oof. I would have been stoked. <laughs> to be honest, like I think I I wouldn't even have believed it myself because, I like. Looking back, like, uh, I don't even know what I wanted in life, but this is, like, far beyond what I ever dream- dreamt of, you know? Like, the that was my little girl dream of, like, living by the beach. And now I'm just, I get to see the ocean pretty much every day of my life. And I get to surf, and I actually, like, I'm able to catch wave and, like, just, you know, like, surfing spending all my time at the beach that's in just sharing what I love the most with amazing people and yeah it's like and it's crazy because you're asking me this and saying it I kind of get goosebumps because but because it's so easy to forget it you know like now it's my everyday life and Every time I wake up and I see the ocean, I'm not like, wow, the ocean, ah, so cool, surf, I'm going to, surf. you know, like you kind of get, it, it's kind of my routine now, so I don't, sometimes, yeah, there's gray day in paradise as well, you know, like you, you have to work and sometimes you're overwhelmed by a lot of stuff and you're tired and you kind of forget, like, how cool is it, like, that you're actually doing something that you love every day and you get to meet, like, so many awesome people people so just like that's a good really that's a really good question to end up that interview because it like it reminds me the why I do it like at the beginning and like how cool is it to just get to enjoy what I love the most you know so I would have felt my my 20 20 year old me would have been like I believe it this is so incredible
Yeah. And it would have said, don't take that fancy job. Yeah. Even though yeah, everyone's telling you you should. Yeah, they would have said, don't listen to anyone. Just follow your gut. The Salty Club is your online optimised wellness platform for adventurous women. For $9.99 a month, you have access to surf-inspired workouts, yoga classes, guided meditations, recipes, workshops and interviews just like this one. And everyone gets a seven-day free trial. Visit thesalty.club. That's thesalty, S-A-L-T-Y, dot club, C-L-U-B.